You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. everyone your employment rights are as important to your job as your contract of employment don't be put off from using them we start this week with a reminder that if you would like to be added to our waitlist for our bullying and harassment course you can send your expressions of interest to bullyingcourse at employmentrightsonline.com Once we receive your email, we'll be in touch with you with further information about the course. We'll also put the email in the show notes for this podcast episode. This week, as more and more people prepare to make their way back to work when COVID sanctions are fully lifted, we are now seeing the full effects of lockdown on people's desire to go back to the office. So are we seeing straight post-COVID refusal to go back to the office or are we dealing with something else? Research clearly shows that since workers were ordered out of the office and workplaces and confined to their homes during the height of the pandemic, workers have moved from feeling the sense of loss at having years and in some cases decades-long routines suddenly removed from their lives and the impact that this brought, well, they've moved from that to after almost two years of homeworking, now feeling that they've adjusted and have learnt to make the best of what was then a bad situation and a situation workers never asked for. The remaining COVID conditions are set to be lifted in the UK in the next couple of weeks. And for some workers, panic has set in because of a feeling that as quickly as workers were sent home will be as quickly as workers will be ordered back to the workplace. But things have changed for workers and we are now seeing major hesitation about returning to the office. And in fact, increasing numbers of workers are choosing instead to vote with their feet and are deciding on whole career changes. So here, in no particular order, are the top five reasons you might be struggling with going back to the office after the lifting of COVID conditions. At number five is the work-life balance. Workers have fast become used to the benefits of being able to control their working time because working from home has removed the dreaded commute and the tendency to work long hours in the office. The Trades Union Congress, more commonly known as the TUC, produced research in 2019 which showed that workers in the UK worked an average of 42 hours per week in what the TUC called Britain's long hours culture. The TUC found that UK workers work some of the longest hours in Europe. And to add fuel to that fire, 
In May 2021, the World Health Organization produced its own research, which found that long hours working kills about 745,000 workers per year across the world because of the links to increased ill health and stress. So one of the unintended benefits of workers being forced into home working is that the health of workers has improved because workers have been able to create a better work-life balance. At number four are the savings made from working at home. It's pretty obvious. Reviving the office high street was one of the main pressures facing the government in getting people back to work. But even when the enforced mandate for home working was partially lifted, the predicted rush back to the office just didn't happen. And whilst we've heard cries about this from the high street, one of the main reasons employers might not be shouting about this as much is that letting you work from home can save some companies as much as £6,800 per year per worker. For workers, savings come in the reduced cost of the commute, the reduced costs of buying lunch, the reduced cost of the workplace wardrobe and the reduced costs linked to impulse buying, which research found helps us to feel better about ourselves and temporarily dampens our unhappy thoughts and self-doubt, some of which is brought on by unhealthy office cultures. And this is a subject that is also creating new research, which is focused on how people are impulse buying online for the same reasons. Now they're working from home. But that is another podcast episode. At number three are the health benefits workers gain from working at home. Again here, the UK has one of the highest numbers of workers who go to work whilst sick. And this is due in large part to workers feeling forced to go to work because they might be one of the nearly two million workers who don't qualify for sick pay. Or they might be one of the millions of workers who cannot manage on their UK sick pay levels, which can typically be set at less than 25% of your full-time wage. Since the working from home mandate was introduced, workers have been able to better manage their physical health and their long-standing ailments. And research has shown that levels of stress have reduced so much that productivity has gone up as sickness levels have gone down. When sickness levels are analysed and COVID-related sickness is removed from the figures, workers are actually taking less sick days than pre-COVID levels. And what workers are saying is that they feel better able to manage their health whilst working from home because they can create healthier routines across the working day. And they can also include more stress-relieving activities throughout their working day, even by doing something as simple as having a regular lunch break. And we know there's a lot of merit to this because one of the most reported concerns workers have talked about when asked about their preparation to return to the office is the increased levels of anxiety they feel about the impact this will have on their health. At number two are the childcare reasons. 
When schools closed down during the height of the pandemic, parents had to learn to multitask by having to build whole new routines that combined working full days at home with educating their children at home or being the daycare entertainment for their preschool children. And what parents found is that after a while, they had no choice but to adapt and they began to see improvements in their work-life balance and in their relationships with their children because the new routines built in structured time for learning and working and that left more time to spend with their children at the end of the working day. Reports of how workers coped suggest that adjustments were by no means easy, but being left with no choice but to adapt left workers to find some pretty ingenious ways of making it work, especially where their children were school age. And now, almost two years later, parents have fully adapted and feel like they are reaping huge benefits from their working from home routines. And parents are saying they would rather keep those routines via a more flexible or agile home and office working culture, rather than returning to the office full time. And at number one is the huge benefit people feel from being away from toxic and bullying office cultures. Although we said that the reasons in this episode were in no particular order, this reason literally was the number one reason we found for workers being happy to remain working from home rather than return to the office. Workers are literally voting with their feet and are refusing to give up the peace of mind they have felt over the last two years by being away from bullying office cultures and are making strong arguments for more flexible ways of doing their jobs. And what we find is that where workers are mandated to get back to the office, workers are making whole career changes rather than return to those bullying and toxic environments. We've spoken a lot about the impact of bullying and toxic working environments in previous podcast episodes, and we will be returning to this topic over the next few episodes as we prepare to launch our bullying and harassment course at the end of March 2022. Until then, You can revisit some of our previous episodes about this subject by using the links to our podcast library, which you'll find in the show notes at the end of this episode. And that's it for this week. What we hope you get out of this week's episode is a reassurance that you are not alone, especially if you're feeling hesitant about returning to the office. In next week's episode, we'll look at what employment rights you have if you feel bullied into returning to the office or returning to work post-COVID. As usual, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's episode. And remember, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.